Good morning. Welcome to worship. Our Holy Gospel today is from the 8th chapter of John, beginning at verse 31. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves to anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. And now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. The Gospel of our Lord. I invite you to pray with me the Holy Spirit prayer in our time of meditation together today. Let us pray. Come Holy Spirit and fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and we shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. God who by the light of the Holy Spirit who instructs the hearts of the faithful grant that by that same Holy Spirit we may be made truly wise and ever rejoice in your consolations. This we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. The prophet Jeremiah long ago prophesied by the word of the Lord, and he said, I will put my law within them, and I will write it in their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And he further spoke the word of the Lord, they shall know me from the least of them to the greatest, for I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sin no more. The prophet Isaiah also prophesied by the word of the Lord when he said in Isaiah 55, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so my word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Those are some old, old words. And yet they are as, they are as vital and important today as they were a couple thousand years ago when they were first spoken I've always felt, I've always felt that one of the most significant God-inspired purposes that was revealed during the time of the Reformation was the revelation of God's Word through the tireless efforts of Martin Luther to translate the New Testament into the language of the people. My sense is, is that Martin Luther knew how vital it was to give the common everyday person the opportunity and the gift of knowing what the Word of God was saying to them. Martin Luther was given a revelation through the living, active Word working in his life, in his life of discernment, Luther came to know the truth. He came to know the truth about the holiness and justice of God. As biblical scholar Charles Fry wrote, Concerning Martin Luther, he said that during his lifetime, Luther 
had come to see the holiness and justice of God. He realized that he had no righteousness whatsoever to declare him acceptable to God. The only thing that Luther had, he had Christ, Christ alone. And yet having Christ, having Christ alone, he had everything. He had assurance of heaven, he had peace with God, and a calm heart before the law of God. I really believe what happened is, is that as Luther was revealed the scriptures to him, Luther was given the revelation of freedom. The truth about the holiness and justice of God was simply this, this that through Christ we are now justified by his grace as a gift. It is this holiness, this holy and just word of God that finally took heart and it made its home in Jesus. I mean, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, there we go, it did. <laughs> this holy and just word of God that finally took heart and it made its home in Luther that inspired him to set out with a mission to place the truth of God through God's word into the hands of the people. One of the things that was brought to my attention this past Tuesday in our men's fellowship is that in the Gospel of John, the 8th chapter, verse 31, the New Jerusalem Bible translate that, translates it this way. It says, if you, make, if you make my word your home, you will be my disciples. If you make my word your home, you will be my disciples. I have absolutely no doubt as Luther was translating the New Testament into the words of his native language, that he was fulfilling a calling, that the words of Isaiah 55 were at the heart of that task. And I think that they are worth hearing again. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So my word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Luther had discovered the freedom through the word that he was now justified by grace through faith as a gift of God. What greater way, what greater way to share that word than to have it available to all to read and see and experience for themselves. One of the questions that was asked on Tuesday during our men's fellowship time was the question, where is Reformation today? Where is renewal in the church happening today? Where is it? Where is it that we see the word accomplishing the purpose for which it is being sent out? Pastor Al shared uh, about the church that he had been a part of up in Thane, Wyoming, and he said there was a woman who had recently joined the church. And after she joined the church, she um, introduced the church to a Christmas package project. I'm not sure what it's known as, but I, I'm just going to call it Operation Christmas. And all because of one person, all because of one person, this project now in this church up in Thane, Wyoming, it has taken on a life in that community. And not only is the church joining in on that project Christmas 
but also the whole entire community around Thane are contributing to these Christmas packages that are being sent to all kinds of places around the world. Where, is the, where do we see the word accomplishing its purpose for where it is being, how it is being and where it is being sent? I heard a testimonial this past week. I had the opportunity to attend the annual. Well, it's not necessarily annual because this is the first time they've held this appreciation luncheon now in about three or four years since COVID. But I had the opportunity this week to... Uh, be a guest at the Gideon Pastors Appreciation Luncheon. And of course, it's always there. It's always there, um, part of their program to have a couple of different people provide and give testimonials. And this year, they happened to have a woman there who had fallen on hard times, and she had been in a very unhealthy relationship, need I say more. And she found herself eventually experiencing homelessness along with her young children. And by the generosity of some person, I don't recall who it was, she and her children were given some respite in a motel for a period of time. And even though she was in this motel in relative safety, she was at a point where she had reached her wit's end. She simply did not know where to turn And one of those days that she was there, she had been using that drawer next to her bed, that nightstand, to store some of her things, you know, some of her personal items. And it just so happened that she was in that drawer one evening, and she happened to notice that there was this Bible in the drawer. And so she pulled that Bible out, and she began reading Scripture. And it began to speak to her. It spoke to her words of hope and grace and peace. And she tells that she just could not get enough of what the Bible was telling her. And she said, as I was reading it, she said, I just, I was so thankful to have found this Bible that she said, I just hugged it. It was a turning point in her life because the word of God took heart in her. And over a period of time, that word made its home in her. Life went on for her, and she is now happily married. And she is very actively involved in a church over in Sholo, Arizona, along with her new husband and her family. My word will not return to me empty. It will accomplish and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. If this Reformation Sunday is anything to us, it is another reminder that God's Word is still going on, even in ever so small, ever so small ways. One person at a time. One life at a time. And it's continuing to achieve the purpose for which God is sending it out. The same God who spoke those words through the prophet Jeremiah is the same God who speaks these words to us today as we make God's word our home in us. The same word that spoke to Martin Luther and revealed the truth about what Christ did for him on the cross and revealed a new law 
revealed a new law, the law of love, the law of forgiveness, the law of grace, the law of justification by grace through faith, that word entered into Martin Luther's life, and that same word is for us today. God loves us, and God loved us so much that he gave us Jesus. And because of Jesus, we are now justified by his grace as a gift. I think sometimes we lose perspective on things. One of the things that we lose perspective on in this culture, in this world that we live in, where we want to see change happen fast and quick, is that we oftentimes forget that this word from God has been around a long time. And I don't know if you know this or not, I think I've said this before, there was a period in the time of salvation history where it seemed as though God's word was non-existent. It literally wasn't even a part of what was happening in the world. There was this gap. There was this tremendous gap in time. It was a period of hundreds of years where it was like God was silent. And I think that helps us today as we grapple sometimes with what's happening in this world right now and how difficult things seem to be and how chaotic this world seems to be. And yet God's, God is still there and that word is still going out and that's still, that word is still achieving what God has set forth. It's in God's time. It's not in our time. And I think that's part of the frustration. That's part of our uh, impatience with wishing that God would act more quickly. And yet that is God for us. It is God's time. And God's been around a long time, you know. But that word is there, and it is doing what it was intended to do. So we take this word with us today. As we make God's word our home, and we continue to have the assurance that no matter how discouraging or how hopeless the world appears to be around us, that we have, and we always have had, the promise that absolutely nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we also have the word of the Lord from the prophet Isaiah that's very old, and yet it is as fresh and relevant to today as it was when it was first spoke by the prophet Isaiah that says that the word goes out from my mouth and that it will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what God desires and it will achieve the purpose for which God sent it. Amen. I invite you to join me now as we pray together the prayer our Lord has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. 
Amen. Go in peace and tell what God has done. Thanks be to God.